ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas, joined in the studio today by Craig Burley and Ali Moreno. We'll kick things off in Turkey. What a match it turned out to be between Galatasaray and Manchester United. Twice in this game, United had a two-goal advantage. But in the end, thanks to some terrible goalkeeping from Onana, it would finish three apiece. Meaning United still have it very much all to do. It's out of their hands, basically, if they're going to make it through to the knockout stages. This is why we saw Bayern and Copenhagen play out a draw earlier today. So what that means for United is that they've got to go to, they've got to beat Germany, beat Germany, beat Bayern Munich and hope that Copenhagen Galatasaray draw. That's the only way in which Ten Hag's side will make it through to the knockout stages. As we welcome in Don Hutchinson uh, to the show. Um, before we discuss the possibility of them going through or what... They're at home in anyway, so it's one thing. Well, yes, because they're not in Germany. I don't know why you said that. Um, so then... I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> what a game. You know, uh, I don't think you could ask... Right, let's just set the goalkeeper apart for now. Right, yes. I don't think you could ask much more of the others. It's what, one of the things I've been looking at with Man United is you're beating Everton, beating Burnley, you know, beating Brentford, and you're thinking, yeah, yeah. But it just wasn't very interesting. It wasn't fun. It wasn't entertaining. That, that was what... And OK, they knew before the game the, the chances are they probably had to win, so they had to go for it. But it was, it was kind of Man United-esque of yesteryear. You know, it was blood and guts and some quality and some youngsters and good goals and getting on the front foot and living on the edge a little bit. And it was really, really good. Uh, but it's all undone by someone who is getting added to the list of, of a liability yeah. for Ten Hag. And he fudged it off at the end as best he could with all the, you know, this is a team game, we defend as a team and we attack as a team. But when a goalkeeper makes mistakes, regular, and this guy is, and if you remember, Ali Ansarina away against Munich, he was throwing them in that night as well. This is the biggest of the big in the Champions League and he's making mistakes. That's a problem. That's a problem going forward. And he has to take full responsibility tonight for why they did not win this game. And they're really obvious mistakes, aren't they? Uh, absolutely. At 2-0, Manchester United are in full control of the game and looking as good as we, can, we have seen Manchester United look this season. At 3-1, yeah. they're in full control of the game once again with, up to that point, a mature performance, very professional performance, effective and efficient in front of goal, taking advantage of transition moments, having moments of quality from different players out on the field, finding those moments of quality and finishing their opportunities. So you're, if you are a Manchester United fan, you're looking at the performance of the team and you're saying, man, we look good. Man, we're going to do it. 3-1, full control, Galatasaray. They're, they're obviously throwing numbers forward, but it's kind of half chances. It, it isn't under control. In fact, to me, it looked more likely for Manchester United to be able to defend a play or a sequence correctly, find a, an outlet pass, and they go on the counter and they put this game away. That's how much in control I thought Manchester United was. And then yeah. the mistakes happen. And I suppose the first one you kind of go... All right, he's guessing. I'm not going to excuse this because he's, he's not, he shouldn't be doing this. But the next one, while you can excuse that maybe there's traffic in front of him and he's having to hold his ground because maybe there's going to be a deflection and he has to react to that and Martial could have done better than your post, is the attempt and the technique that he utilizes in order to keep the ball out of the goal. He looked like he was in a beach volleyball competition. He just kind of trying to dig at it and say, wait, get your body behind it. Get your hands behind it. It's almost as if he's surprised, if he's thinking about what's happening next because he knows that the mistakes have been coming all too often for him. And I have to say, at that moment, when you're under control, you're Manchester United, you feel good about yourself, then all the doubt starts coming back once you let that second goal in and Galatasaray took full advantage of it. He doesn't make the second mistake if he doesn't make the mental right. error for the first one. Really? Because his confidence is gone. Right. And he can be this big, cocky, uh, arrogant goalkeeper all he wants, but his confidence is down. 
and he tried to outthink the Zayac free kick. There were, there were teammates at Ajax, he's seen the movie before, both on the field and in training, he's thinking he's gone over the wall, he's doing this, he's doing, I need to read it. If Hakim Zayic goes over the wall in the corner, nobody bats an eyelid if, if uh, Anana doesn't get there. Mm -hmm. Nobody. And he moves on and he probably doesn't make the second mistake because now he's thinking about everything, he's second guessing, he's lost his confidence. And he's, he's, he's overthought it. And the, if he doesn't get back to basics, then they've got a big problem. A big problem, but there were so many positives. Can I dare even say it? Are we going to say this? Anthony? was a positive tonight. Wow, oh, Hello, hello. I mean, I, that's, oh, that's, hello. that's a collector's item, really, isn't wow. it? He played well. Well, this whole, this whole segment has been a collector's item. You've been so nice. Well, I was, I was about five miles from uh, the campus here, and I was like, are they winning or losing? I mean, I, I might not be coming in today. Exactly. But I thought it was really, really positive, apart from one guy. Well, that's one, one more thing about Anana and that cockiness that you just mentioned. There's a sequence in the first half in which he comes out, I don't know, 40 or 50 yards away from his goal, and he kind of does, does a little roll, roll back or whatever and finds a sort of a switch over to Anthony on the right-hand side. And it, lo it all looks beautiful, and when he does it like that, you kind of go, Man, yeah, I can see where his value for this team is being that extra guy that can give you that sort of possession and can switch the point of attack. But I don't care if he does any of these things perfectly if you don't do the number one job. Yeah. See, the number one job is keeping the ball out of the back of your own net, not putting it into the back of your own net. And this is what he's doing. So for all, for all the good things that he can do with his feet, he's a goalkeeper. Yeah. So the, the priority number one should be not getting not getting scored on and not in the manner in which he got scored on today. Uh, you compare and contrast and it's like two different people. When you take a look at his season last year in the Champions League, he was so instrumental, of course, that the run that we saw him go on. Meanwhile, this season, detrimental to his team on more than one occasion. Don, you've seen him play a lot, of course. You follow Italian closely, Italian football closely. Are you surprised by how bad he has been? Yeah. And to the lads' point on Anana, I think what he's trying to do, and I've seen it in the City game, even though he played quite well in the City game, I think I'm looking at a goalkeeper now that's trying to make Hollywood saves, and he's trying to make the easy saves look really difficult to convince the world that he's a great goalkeeper. So that's what I see. The most basic routine save, like the second free kick, for him, for any goalkeeper, should be child's play. It should save that with his eyes closed. It's either a take into the chest or push it out wide. But the fact that he's trying to punch it and do th something spectacular, it's almost like he knows he's having one and he knows he's not hit the ground running. I think his confidence, just what Craig was saying there, I think his confidence is OK because he's quite cocky and he is quite confident. He has been sort of all his career. But I'm just looking at a goalkeeper, down where I think he's trying to convince the world that he's playing well by making these sort of unconventional saves and it's just not working for him. He looks, he looks a completely different player. But you know what? There's more positives than negatives. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, oh, all right, OK, Manchester United TV. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you keep... Look, we're having a go at Unano. This is great. Right, all right, great. <laughs> all right. I've battered them. Ali's battered them. Don's battered them. Are we going round for a second round? Well, I was going to... My follow-up question to Don was, do you agree with Craig that there's a lot of positives to be taken away, but you wanted to double down on the positives? <laughs> well, because normally, well, because normally your questions are guff. <laughs> so I just, I just, I just sort of preempt it by getting, getting, getting there. Yes, instead right. Waffling right. around fudging. Don, do you scenario? agree with Craig that there's a lot of positives to take from this United performance despite Onana? Yes, absolutely. If you want me to be a little bit negative, the fact that no. they were winning 2 0 and 3 1. No, because I think, listen, it's, it's, it's hard to be really negative on, on the game that you've just watched and the attitude of the players and the effort that they put in to try and win the game away from home against a very, very good side in Galatasaray. You want to be positive for them because they are sort of making small changes. But then when you look at it tactically and you wonder where the leaders are and you wonder why Victor Lindelof and you wonder why Harry Maguire is not saying to Amrabat or Bruno Fernandes or Scott McTominay while it was 2-0 uh, or 2-1, stay in your slots, stop running everywhere, stop emptying the midfield. And at 3-1, lads, just stay in position. We're away from home in a Champions League game that we're winning 3-1. We don't need to bomb forward and score four. That's tactically the naivety at Man United. But at the same time, you can't really knock them for the way they were trying to approach the game. Better that way, I think, than trying to sit in defensively and play in counter-attack and football and be a little bit boring and a little bit deep. At least they went for Galatasaray, so that's a huge positive. 
The only negative tonight in this show is the fact that Don's got a new setup at home and he's balls that up again completely. <laughs> yeah. and, he's gonna, and he's had to go back <laughs> to the old one. Hey, spent all this money uh, moaning five minutes before we came on air. It doesn't work. Throw it out. Back to the old his, one. His new lighting's not the most flattering either, well, is it? Well, I could do it with darker. Yeah. For me, well, well, it's it's darker. It's like one of those old age filters you put on. I just don't really... What's going on? What? <laughs> OK, so what it all means. Well, it means that, as I mentioned, destiny is very much out of Manchester United's hands Well, now. you got there and well, you tried to... No, I'm explaining it now nicely, all right? Well, United made, beat Bayern Munich, Copenhagen draw against Galatasaray. That is their only passage through. Is it a passage that they're going to take? <laughs> Hold on. That was stay a, positive, stay positive. That was a lovely question. A little crystal ball in here from my Copenhagen oh, Galatasaray game. Don't be like that. Just say what do you think is going to happen. Stay positive. No. <laughs> oh. Listen, you go, and sort your, <laughs> you go and sort your new equipment out. Look, Bayern Munich. Yeah, again, don't have a go at Mr United now, Don. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Try to curry favours with United fans. I'm not. Uh, unlikely. I mean, you're looking at the two teams having to draw in Copenhagen. Give me a percent. Uh, a hutch percentage, I'm going to say beating Bayern and the other game having to be a draw, 10% chance. 10%? Higher or lower? <laughs> Same. And, yeah. and that's being friendly. That's two big questions here. Right. Manchester United replicating. Bayern have got nothing to play for. Yeah, okay. okay. Right. But Manchester United replicating or recreating some of the good things that we've been talking about in this show about the performance today against Galatasaray. What we have seen from this team this season is that it's difficult for them to put together performance. They came better. Are you, okay, are you making the argument for him I'm for I'm positive I'm Manchester I'm United I'm or what? I'm just saying no. that they've got to play Bayern. If, look, if it's not the end of the world, is it? Old Trafford, Bayern, Bayern with nothing to play for. Okay. Fine. Okay. So, so you're saying they're winning, they're beating Bayern. Munich. I think my money. Yeah, I have my money maybe be on a United. Okay. And uh, now you're talk the, about what, talk about trying to curry favors with United. I don't now. think that's a hard argument to make. That that that's. <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't think so. I think there is a major difference between these two clubs. And if Bayern Munich, it depends Bayern on can how, even beat Copenhagen. It, it depends on how Bayern Munich approaches this match. Right. And and so it's not about Manchester no, United. If they, what if I'm they approach it like they did in the cup, they're out. Oh, they're okay. not out of this right. car. Okay, fine. Right. Now we're talking about Saarbrücken. Right, yeah. Saarbrücken, <laughs> that's it. I couldn't remember the name. Right, second. Yeah, second. Good step. research, good research. What's the second reason? Huh? The second reason is that Galatasaray and Copenhagen, somehow they have to accommodate Manchester United. And I don't think that's happening. But, Don, remember when they met earlier on in the group? What was the score? 2-2. Two, two. They ain't going through, Dan, because the other game won't be a draw. And you're looking at a buy inside two, two, tonight. Don. <laughs> Listen, you're looking at a buy inside tonight. Don't judge buying on what on what Thomas Tuchel picked tonight. But I think, correct me if I'm wrong, when they go into the game against Man United, um, they then go into a winter break. So so it's not like they've got games to play after the yeah, Man United the game. Yeah, on holiday then. They don't care. No, they've got <laughs> strong Thomas, on. To, no, absolutely not. The other way, Thomas Tuchel want to come back to England, former Chelsea manager. And I think Man United were tracking him, I think, once upon a time, he will gonna go go there with a fully fit and a fully strong side and turn over Man United to knock them out of the Champions League. There's no way buying a going B team in this game. What's the percentage chance, talking about a winter break, of Manuel Neuer going skiing? Well, he's, I'm being told that Don is wrong. They have two more games after the Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. research, Don. Good oh, research. No, it's the last Champions League game, is what I'm saying. He's going to go. Oh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> oh, thanks for that, he's Don. Gonna he's going to go strong. <laughs> it's the last Champions League for everybody. <laughs> Don, we're live, we're live, Don, but we can try and do it again. Maybe no, just no. somehow. No, no. Sorry. The so you get them through. Well, I, I, I agree. And do you know what? This, this team sits in another category with one or two others uh, saying if we don't go through with the season we're having, with the players we've got injured, with the problems at the club, it's probably better to swerve the Europa League as well. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah, just yeah. concentrate and, you know, Jim Ratcliffe's coming in, what's going to happen in January, let's look forward and don't have all these other games that are going to uh, cloud the issue for them. But, but we'll see. They're going to have a top... Uh, a tough time getting in the top four through the league, so that Champions League, you know, the Europa League is an avenue for that, but it's not, not a given, it's certainly difficult to do. But the chances of them doing it now are... are and, and then the other side of that is, you know, for some of these teams, 
it's just about getting through to the knockout stage and going, we're here. Because teams like Man United have not got a snowball's chance of going anywhere near like the semi-finals or anything like that. Well, Bayern Munich, however, will be hoping that they can go to the semi-finals and beyond. But before that, of course, they've got to focus on what's going on in the Bundesliga. Ali will be covering Bayern against Union Berlin. Are you doing Leipzig as well? No, no, no Bayern Munich, Union Berlin. What about Leipzig? Well... They're playing against Heidenheim. It'll be a great game. Uh, just a reminder, this game's live at 9.30. Then Sunday, what a game it should be on Sunday. Bayern Leverkusen taking on Borussia Dortmund. That's at 11.30. Derek's excited. Oh, that's good. I say that every time as a Bundesliga graphic comes up. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Real Madrid came from behind to defeat Napoli by four goals to two. Guarantees top spot in the group. They are perfect after five games. Once again, Jude Bellingham, brilliant. He would be awarded man of the match. He is having quite the season, isn't he? His first at Real Madrid. Uh, the youngest to ten goals. He's 20 years of age behind Kylian Mbappe and Erling Haaland, who I believe are more attacking-minded than Jude Bellingham. It's not bad, is it? Yeah, and that's incredible. And... Uh... It's not just the goals, you saw that pass there, yes. for, for, uh, and the way he's taken the goals, the header wasn't the easiest header, but he, he knew he had to go for the placement and the lob, but, but the pass for Hosselu, you know, just early outside the boot, what, what more can we say about this guy, I mean, he's absolutely ripping it up, there is not a chance in his wildest dreams yeah. he could ever imagine going into a club of this magnitude, with this pressure, which has dissipated somewhat <laughs> because of the way he's playing. Uh, and even his manager, you know, uh, coming in off a season where, you know, Barcelona win the league with Xavi in there. You know, Real Madrid have this great Champions League record, but they go out last year. Uh, so Ancelotti's under a little bit of pressure. He's got this Brazil job looming. So questions about, you know, has he got one eye on the Brazil job, one eye on Real Madrid? Where's his focus? He's really helped to take a chunk of that pressure off. Uh, and we keep saying it. How many is that now? I don't know. 15, 16. Can he keep it going? And like no Real Madrid players scored in their opening four Champions League matches. That's a record that he set today. Got a lot of status this He was asked this, if huh? he was perfect. If Carlo Ancelotti asked it, you know, if he, and he said no, he needs to improve his Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, world. It's not easy. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Rodrigo, interesting. Well, it is easy if you don't spend most of the time in the pub All like right. you. All right, oh, pop. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Rodrigo on the score sheet once again. However, came off late. We're still waiting for um, reports on how serious that injury could be. But he's a player that is playing so much more confidence. Yeah, and, and productivity obviously breathes confidence. And it's what we're seeing from Rodrigo. And a player that, yes, has had his difficulties earlier this year. But what we have found from him is that actually the absence of Vini has played into his hands because he becomes more of a feature player. Usually, we would see Vini on the left-hand side. We're seeing more of Rodrigo down the left-hand side. And to Craig's point, and he mentioned that over the weekend against Cadiz, cutting to the inside to his right foot, far post. What do we see today? Cutting again inside from, from the left, over to his right foot, far post, goal again. That, I think, obviously, for Carlo Ancelotti is, is, is beautiful to watch. But it's also a sense of relief because there is a question here, and it has been a question over the beginning of this season, who scores if Jude Bellingham is not scoring? And Vinicius sort of had picked, picked up some of that, but he got injured, and now they're looking at Rodrigo, and it's kind of like, but he hasn't been scoring all that much. He is scoring, and it's important that he stays healthy because it can no longer be the Jude Bellingham show. Apparently, it can. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing I would say about Jude Bellingham, just quickly, He's writing a manual as to how, win, how to win 
Real Madrid fans over. Yeah. He is it's gonna he's hitting every single benchmark he's taking every box everything that you could ask for this guy to do he is doing and you know it's difficult having worked at real madrid to win those fans over it's not an easy thing to do and he has done it quicker than most it, it has been amazing that this guy three months in it, it, they're treating him like a club legend yep and that's the sort of treatment that that he's getting and it's only going to get better uh, just a reminder then, Real Madrid in action this weekend, looking to extend their lead at the top of La Liga table. They play on Saturday at home against uh, Girona. Uh, and then on Sunday, it's all about Barcelona against Atletico Madrid. Uh, that game is at 2.30 Eastern. I believe Real Madrid yeah, plays Granada. Yeah, I don't Granada. Play Yeah, they've already played Girona. Yeah, that must be Granada. Yeah, that's Granada. Passion, drive and patience, what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights and more, whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with eBay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply during Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at alienware.com deals. That's alienware.com deals. Well, it wasn't close. Arsenal 6, Lance and Neil. Remember, Lance beat Arsenal in the return fixture earlier on in the group stages, but Arsenal were 5-0 up at half-time. You had six different goal scorers. Perfect then for Arsenal. It means they are guaranteed to go through top of Group B. Meanwhile, PSV left it late. They came from behind to beat Sevilla 3-2 to see them through also to the next round. Don, impressive from Arsenal. Yeah, imagine Mikel Arteta before the game or after the game when he does the analysis, 6-0, six, six different scorers. Um, first time, I think, that, I mean, they played against a team tonight that are way off, you know, way off Arsenal's uh, quality and class. So they, they demolished them, they put them to one side, they, they've qualified. It gives them confidence, it gives Kai Havertz uh, confidence, that's two and two for him. So as the script goes for Arteta, going into the Wolves game at the weekend, it gives them so much confidence and a belief now where you've seen them Stutter a little bit in terms of not playing great, but still getting the wins and still putting the points on the board. But that was their first sort of statement win of the season, which, as I said before, will give them confidence going back into the Premier League. I mean, Lons were, what, second in the league on last year? It's not been as good this year, but it's still, you know, I think they're in six, a slow start, but they're still a Champions League side, and that's a demolishing. Yeah, you, I, I mean, that first half is just... Demolishing, that's the, that's the Arsenal we're kind of waiting on. You know, whether the balance of the team will change. If it was a big Premier League game, would Havertz start after his, his goal at Brentford? Uh, if this had been a sort of Man City or a Liverpool, who knows? But you can't argue with what they've done tonight and what they've done. And I, I think they're a threat in this competition. The same as the Premier League. I don't think they're the favourites. Real Madrid's experience, Man City's quality, Bayern's know-how. But they're certainly a threat in terms of on their night they could match most teams. Yeah. And the, the funny moment, the, the moment it got me in this game wasn't the goals though. It was the Havertz, and I know Don's going to like this, it was when the ball flicked off Havertz's knee onto his arm for a potential penalty that would not have made a jot of a difference to the scoreline. But the referee <laughs> uh, went to the monitor and said, I believe he went to the monitor and said, 
no penalty. It deflected off his thigh onto his arm, yeah. and everybody's sitting going, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> when was the law change, or are they just making this up? Don't get Don started. It's a, but it is quite incredible, isn't it? Um, yes, it is. This yes, is it that's is. a FIFA official 24 hours later interpreting the whole thing completely differently. Yes. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, as you can imagine, all the reaction in the UK was uh, about that late controversial penalty uh, that was awarded that Kylian Mbappe, of course, converted to see Newcastle in the end draw 1-1 against PSG. Uh, Don, obviously born in Newcastle. Newcastle is one of the many teams that you support. Um, I, I saw you putting out today, has football ever been so broken? Oh. Come on, John. It's not that bad. Of course it is. Other, oh, we've seen, talk about uh, when you were playing, there were no refereeing issues, no, other, no problems. I've other, other talk today about sin bins. I've talked today about penalties that are hitting arms that are never penalties in a million years. I'm talking about referees and IFAB and FIFA not understanding how an athlete needs his or her arms to run. So when Livramento needs to change pace and he starts his running off and he starts to run like an athlete with his arms and with his legs and it hits his chest and it hits his arm, and the referee, who was a very, very good referee, knew it wasn't a penalty. Then VAR told him to go to the monitor. There were 70,000 fans inside the stadium. He stood there and he bottled it because he knows in his art of arts, this is not a penalty. So he got convinced by all the players around him. He got convinced by the crowd paying for a penalty. It was in the last minute of the game and he bottled it. For a very good, experienced referee, the decision was a shambles. But he's not the first referee in the history of the world to be bottle it in no, because, a big game, is he? This is nothing no new. One, because, Dan, no one knows what the handball law is anymore. We know what it is in black and white, but there's, there's context to a handball. You know, I've seen Stephanie Frappart tonight, who was uh, the ref in the Bayern game, and she blew for a penalty. She went to the monitor in the last five minutes of the game, realised it wasn't a penalty, stood there and went, no, no penalty. More or less exactly the same. Hit the players sort of just under his arm, hit the sort of ribs. And she knew it wasn't a penalty. But she awarded the penalty no in the first place. It was only because VAR sent it to the monitor that, that, yes, that, but then that she helped had her the change her mind. But then she had the courage of her convictions to stand there once she's been sent to the monitor and went, that's not a penalty, I'm not giving yeah, that. Because that's, that's, because, that's, be, that, that's, be, that's because that's because, Don, she knew her colleagues were already on a different page to her original decision. So that made it a lot easier. I, I agree with you, the referee, the Polish referee last night, and this is not for me because it's Newcastle or an English club, it could be, it could be a German or Spanish, Italian. It's the frustration now of these decisions across the board. Now, the VAR, the VR operative uh, in that Newcastle game in Paris has been taken off. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were supposed to be working a game today. Right. All he did, rightly or wrongly, was suggest the referee go and have a look. The buck stops here with the guy that refereed the World Cup final. Now, we're talking about having the bottle. He should have went across there and not have been persuaded by the fact he was asked to go to the monitor and just Correct. stuck with his decision that was on the field, which was no penalty kick. But... All these directives and laws and IFAB are changing and all this, it's just, it, it's just taking it too far. But 
You know, we, don't, we have this one tonight that wasn't given, that was more apparently than Livermento. We have the one that she, the lady uh, referee, changed her mind. And then we had the one last night, and that's just in 24 hours. Mm. It, it's, it's getting ridiculous. And the McTominay. Yeah, yeah. McTominay. McTominay yes. in the Manchester United game. That, that was far more of a penalty than any of the ones that we've just discussed, in, in yeah. which his arm actually goes towards the ball. And that one wasn't even looked at. That one wasn't checked. So, look, we talk about VAR as somehow being the problem. It still comes down to individuals. And in this case, Marciniak, the, the referee in the PSG game that you just mentioned, World Cup final referee, so a guy with plenty of experience, with plenty of big moments, he is then given the responsibility to say, hey, which is what we have asked. Have the referee make the decision. He made his decision. He should have then backed himself. He didn't, but he's still an individual making a decision after he looks yeah. at, at the screen. So while, while we like to get our arms up in the air because of VAR, again, it's still the referee making the decision after he sees the replay, and he, he had doubt over his own decision. He changed his mind. He wasn't forced by anybody to do so. He did it himself. I mean, across the board... People are burying their head here in the sand. Take the McTominay one tonight, right? UEFA, who clearly, clearly off the back of that, some delegates must have been in the trucks and said, token gesture, replay, and move on from the McTominay. The McTominay one, we should have saw from every angle. Mm. The referee should have been sent to the monitor, right? But as a viewer, we should have seen we that. we only got one angle. We've got one angle. Because clearly UEFA are going, oh, it's been a messy couple of days. <laughs> right, let's, la, la, just, la. Yeah, let's just forget, sing a song, whistle, forget about it. We've got a token gesture of an angle. I mean, we're talking about Champions League, group stage, qualification, millions of dollars, pressures on managers, sacking managers, all that comes with it. And they want to bury it and give you a token replay <coughs> because referees can't handle it and make the right decisions. Right. That tells you where we are in the game. It's referees are making mistakes and people that make the laws and governing bodies are trying to bury it. Every time there's a bad decision, let's just bury that one out of the way. Uh, Don, obviously, as Craig mentioned, they suspended the VAR operator who stood him down uh, for today. Did they stand down the wrong person? Yeah, I should have stood down the ref because I, I actually think the process when the referee can't see everything on the pitch. I think he trusted his experience in real time, but they can't see everything in real time. So I think the process from the VAR operative telling the referee you might have missed something, go and see it for yourself, I think that's the right process. I just forever, I just feel when the referee went over there, I think he was trying to find something that wasn't there. And I think he got pressured. Um, I think he got pressured into making that call because it was in Paris in the last minute and everyone was shouting from the rooftops for a penalty. And he tried to find something. He tried to find a penalty that was never there. And Craig and I think Ali are right. I think what we've seen over the last 24 hours is we're seeing severe inconsistency. We've seen so many penalty claims tonight. And I, not a downer on Man United whatsoever, but the clearest penalty out of everything I've seen regarding handballs was the Scott McTominay one tonight. That was a player making himself bigger. Whereas if you look at Tino Livramento... This is a player who was running, and this is the crux of it. You can look all the laws that you like, but the crux of it is, was he making himself, or sorry, did he put his hands or arms in an unnatural position? Well, the answer is no, because an athlete needs his arms to run. So he was running with his arms in a natural position, and the referee should have saw that. Uh, I'm sure more talk on this on the latest edition of the Gab and Jules podcast. Uh, Gab, I think, was in Milan uh, today. Was it? When did Milan play? Yeah, oh, yesterday against Dortmund. Yeah, uh, he'll be back, right. uh, though I believe. On I wouldn't bet on it. You okay, Dan? Uh, no, I started talking and I was like, why am I talking? <laughs> okay, well, that's a good question. Please <laughs> sure to check out the Gab and Jules show. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here, and guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Uh, meanwhile, plenty of content over on our YouTube channel, and some of it just a little bit of fun. 
Okay, Maka, you have 30 seconds to name Real Madrid's 2002 Champions League final winning team. In three, two, one, go. This one I will struggle. No, it wasn't. It was Cesar Sanchez in goal. It was Salgado. Was it Fernando Hierro? Was he in the team then? Um, Roberto, uh, Ivan Elguera, Salari, Blades, Vigo, Blades, uh, Makaleli, Zizou, Raul, Moro. Yes! There you go. Wow! Wow! Smash it! Yes! Yes! It was looking got, dodgy when he said Casillas. I was going to say, even I, I, yeah, I got the goalkeeper right here. You Cesar Sanchez came off yeah. and Casillas came on at the end. <laughs> there you go. Very impressive from Maka. So what are we going to do now, boys? Oh, yes. 1998 Craig Burley, Scotland against Brazil. Name the starting 11. Uh, Leighton? Yep. Bodley? Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Daly? Yes. Boyd? Henry Calderwood? Yes. yes. Collins? Yes. Jackson? Yes. Uh, McAllister? No. Ah, uh, no, McKay, 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 no, Collins. <laughs> uh, Lambert, yes. Jury, oh. yes. Gallagher. Yes, there you go. Wow. That was too easy. What do you mean, you got it wrong? Yeah, but I was, <laughs> I was trying to beat Maka. Uh, should we see the team? Are we going to show oh, the team up? I forgot Maka was injured. There we go. All right, there it is in all his glory. He got there in the end. Wow. Right then. Oh, I left Lambo up. Uh, Ali Moreno. Good lord. 2011 Copa America semi-final. You lost it on penalties, so it was yeah. the starting 11. Renny Vega in goal. Yes. Roberto Rosales, right back. Yes. Osvaldo Vizcarrondo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I've won. Sichero <laughs> uh, uh, on the left, back, left hand yes, side. Yes, yes, yeah. You're, Randy, you're, you're missing a centre back. Randy Peroso. Yes. Centre back. Okay. Um, Paki Lucena. Yes. It's playing in the center of midfield. Yep. Come on, Ali. It's a speed thing. Hold on. Hey, look. <laughs> no, but it's a time thing. Oh, is it? Well, I don't see the clock. I don't <laughs> yeah, see the clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pressure. Hey, Jose Salomon Rondon and myself were playing up top. Yes, yeah. Juan Arango, of course, was yes. playing. Two more. Oh, who are these guys? <laughs> I run. thought you'd be the best at this. No. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> who were those other guys? Very, very popular. One sounds Italian. Marcotti. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> Buzzer went. No. That's it. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. oh there it is. Oh, there it what's his name? Di Giorgi. Aha, uh -huh. Di Giorgi. And Gonzalez. Alexander Gonzalez. How can you yes. not remember your teammate? No, it wasn't Alexander Gonzalez. It, it was. Um... Oh. No, yeah. Oh, Ali, it's all gone wrong. Alexander I really Gonzalez. You'd be much better than that. Well, thank you, Dan. <laughs> You've let yourself down So did I. Right, here we go. Now, oh, we're yeah. now we're really rolling the dice. Ooh. Don Atchison, 2000 Euro qualifying playoff. You scored, of course, in the 1-0 win against England. Who were your 10 other teammates? Uh, O'Sullivan. Yep. Hendry. Yes. Daly. Correct. Early. Yes. Uh, Neil McCann. Barry yes. Ferguson. John Collins. Yes. Billy Dodds, myself, and I'm yes. struggling with the two fullbacks. I'm struggling with the left back from Hearts, and I can't remember who played right back behind Craig. He wasn't the left back from Hearts, I'll give you a clue. He was the left back from uh, former St Johnston and Blackburn oh. player. I know, I just, I've just got a blank. I've got a blank. He was playing behind Neil McCann. Why have I got a blank on the right back who was playing behind Callum, you? Callum. Callum. Callum Davidson. Callum Davidson. And we got one more. I'm struggling. Right back. I think we missed one more. No, it wasn't. It was a centre back. You missed a centre back. Oh, Davy Weir. There you go. We've got there a bad Davy. <laughs> by the way, correction. It wasn't. By the, it wasn't Alexander Gonzalez. It was my Trico Gonzalez. I know. <laughs> it was. Who's put that? Who's put that team up there? That's way off. Uh, oh, I don't know who did that, but there we go. Wow, so you lost, Ali, against that right? a, in a competition that Don's in. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is not good. <laughs> That's going to be... This, so this, I, this are you telling me good. I won? Yeah, uh, what, what, yeah, what do you mean, yeah? What do you mean? What do you win? You get to stay on. I, I'll get a day off tomorrow. You can have a day off. have to hey, cover the Europe. To be fair, Tomás Rincón was sent off against Chile, and that's why the Georgie played. No, Ali, no. I've yes. had enough of you. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Stevie's eating cake as we celebrate my wonderful birthday. Oh. Uh, you can check that out over on our Tomás Rincón should have been on the field. What? <laughs> 
Ali, you got a lot wrong. Uh, two. <laughs> oh, yeah, but look. Oh, all right. That's all right. That's a passing grade. Right, Ipswich Millwall. <laughs> you sure you got this, Dan? I got this. Championship action on uh, ESPN. Plus five minutes into this one. Uh, Connor Chaplin makes it 1-0 to Ipswich. Of course, the tractor boy's flying at the moment. This is straight into the ground. Skips off the wet surface. Picks up a lot of pace. Nice finish. Uh, seven minutes later, Luongo makes it 2-0. Yep, nice finish. What a job he's doing there, McKenna. Very much so. And then, with seven minutes to go in the first half, Broadhead here. Millwall would get one back, but in the end, Ipswich continue how they've started the season. Take a look at that. Ipswich and Leicester absolutely flying at the moment. They're clear of Leeds, who also won today, uh, as did Southampton. Did Leicester win? Uh, we don't know. I can't remember. Yes. <laughs> yes, they did. Did they? Yes. yes. Oh, I don't think you're, so. I'm sure they were on 43 yesterday. You're, you're Why did you ask me that? Why are you telling me information in my ear that doesn't help? I just need to know if Leicester won or not. I, I, not I, nothing else. I don't care about anything else. FA Cup action this weekend. A number of games live for you on ESPN Plus, including Wrexham against Yeovil Town. Speaking of Wrexham, we're bringing you the top moments from season two of Welcome to Wrexham. Here's today's best of moment, presented by Stoke, the official cold brew coffee of Wrexham AFC. I think goalkeepers are much better at dealing with this situation than what outfield players are. I think outfield players tend to, I think egos get in the way a little bit. Whereas goalies, we understand that there's only one player that can play in that position. Only one goalie can be picked. I explained to him how, um, how, I, how I came about signing, basically, how it all happened. I said, listen, I'll be honest with you, Trump, I've come here to play. You know, that's what it is. I've, I've told the manager that I'm playing and I'm not coming here to be a number two. And he said, he, he, he's again, he's, he's super honest, Trump. And he's like, yeah, I understand that, mate. You know, you were playing in the Premier League last year. You're not going to want to come here and be a number two. And I was like, listen, I'm, I'm not... You know, I'm not being a big head or an E. I, I feel like I can do this. You know, I want to do this. I want to do it properly as well. I'm not coming here just to, you know, gain a few Instagram followers or whatever. I, I, I want to do it properly. Now, all episodes of Welcome to Wrexham are now streaming on Hulu. Uh, that is it then. That brings us to the end of today's show. But of course, extra time is next. Yeah, I thought you had a new matches. shirt today, but it turns out it's not a new shirt. No, it's not a new shirt. You said it was from the back of the closet. Yeah. And that's yeah. where it should have stayed, uh, I think. All oh, right, OK. New itch. Hey, he's, look, he's looked over, right? Like, he's like, <laughs> go on then, say something. Uh, say, say something. Say something. Say something. New itch. Go and say it. It's fine. <laughs> Kieran, Ali, and uh, Don will be back in a moment. Uh, oh. Welcome in there to the latest edition oh. of Extra Time. Oh, yes. Do you know why I call him Kieran, Don? Sharp as a tail. Do you know why? Because why? since Kieran's been on, he started dressing a lot younger. Yeah. No shirts. Good. Oh, good. 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 Okay. It's quite flashing. I mean, you couldn't spell it. We don't mean Don. You, no, no, not you, Don. I'm you look good, mate. You look good. Talking about him. Yeah. You look good. I think so. I think so. Oh, dear. He said you look 10 years older with that lighting, Don. No, I don't. Oh, I'm going to turn that down, by the way. You should see these two lights. Honestly, you should see these two lights that are beaming on me. They are massive. Oh, wow, that's good for your electric bill. <laughs> so you had the oh, yeah, guy that came that. round, you had the guy that came round and installed the... Uh, internet. That <laughs> marvellous internet. It's, it'll never fail. Yep. It didn't work. <laughs> right, and now he's had, he's got a whole new studio set up now. Yeah, and that the boys, work, so boys come in from uh, Connecticut. They flew what? all the way from Connecticut. From... Did they, Don? Yeah. No yes, wonder it's a small cake. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, so we had to fly somebody from Connecticut to have a look yeah, at your see, internet. Yeah, but they're seeing Gab tomorrow. They're seeing oh, my wow. party tomorrow. Well, what a treat that would be. Oh, yes. yeah, they're going to be told a lot of stories. I'll be honest, FaceTime's working all right, you know what I mean? There you are. That's, okay. an, that's an expense that really, uh, let's not go down that road. All right. Okay. okay. All right, then. Okay. Let's go down this road. For Craig, should Manchester... See, that's how you know how important you are. When they send people 3,000 miles right. to sort your uh, your dodgy uh, internet, right. you, on the other hand, <laughs> me, well, uh, it was your birthday, yeah, and you got that paltry cake. Yes. <laughs> well, there we are. We know where the money's going. Uh, for Craig, should Manchester United fans lower their standards? They aren't a good club anymore and won't win the league or the Champions League anytime soon. 
Well, <laughs> it's a positive. It's well, a positive Craig. Turn, uh, Craig was very positive about yeah, but I mean, today. What do you mean, should, should any fans lower the standards? Well, I suppose Manchester United fans have different standards compared to others because of what they've achieved in the past. Yeah, but I, I think there's a realisation now, and has been for quite some time, about where they are. And the whole pantheon of, <laughs> of, uh, of elite football. So, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, they're not, in, they're not in the chat for Champions Leagues at this moment in time. Not in the chat for Premier Leagues at this moment in time. So, that is what it is. How far, Ali, can this Arsenal team go in the Champions League? What's our ranking? City? I'm going to say City and then everybody else. Real Madrid in the upper tier of that, of right. that group and Bayern Munich in the upper tier of that group. Beyond that, yeah. Arsenal. So Arsenal fourth, maybe? I would say, yeah, somewhere between four to seven. Oh, who else is there? Inter. Depends on, depends on what... Did you say Inter? No, okay. 100%. <laughs> Champions League final, Champions League final, best team in Italy, brilliant squad to work with, rested all his best players tonight, 3-0 down, brought all his best players on, turned the game around. Benfica. Against, against Benfica, who's had one point in the group stage. Yeah, but he, he rested all of his players. One point. He rested How do you all know of his players the squad down. You haven't with them. Inter. Okay, so you'll have Inter above Arsenal. Yeah. Would you, Don? I tell you what, 100%. Don, Champions League finalists get... last season. Yeah, Milan won the treble. Tra yeah, but Milan were Champions League semi finalists last year. And look at them yesterday against Dortmund. Yeah, terrible. They've got no defenders, all their centre backs are injured. You are to Serie A what Derek <laughs> Reyes to the Bundesliga. Oh. Well, what do, you want, what do you want me to say? Inter are the best team in Italy, in my opinion. They'll win the league. Well, they were in the Champions League final last year. Everyone thought they were going to be, get beat 5 0. They nearly got something out of the game towards the end. They're a great team with a great manager. I'd have right. them just above Arsenal. That's no. not a downer oh, on don't, Arsenal. Right, don't get angry. Just because you got somebody from Connecticut okay. came at your house. Right, was it Stevie, was it? <laughs> yeah, tell, me why. tell me why the Champions League finalists would, be, would rank below Arsenal. Well, I, th I think if Arsenal played Inter over two legs now, Arsenal would go through and they'd be big favourites. Why? Lisa, I reckon, Don. Why? Because they're a better team. No, they're not. Clearly, that's our argument. They're not. Right, OK, well, we, this is all hypothetical, really. All right. OK, <laughs> these bright lights are really affecting wow. you, Don. OK. <laughs> really? Really? Oh, yeah, I, was, I don't know who it was from Connecticut that was over to see him. It's made him very angry. <laughs> OK, all right. So you, Inter, I'd so say. you would go City, Inter, Arsenal? City, Inter, not one, well, no particular order, no. But I'd, well, I'd have doing Inter the order. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'd have Inter above Arsenal, but Bayern right, would okay. be in the conversation. So you'd, so you'd have, have Bayern. Okay, go, go on. on, give it to me. Give it to me. Yeah, yeah, so you'd have, you'd have City, you'd have Bayern, you'd have Real Madrid, Inter, right. and then Arsenal come into the bracket of a couple of clubs underneath that. Okay, that's the top five. All right, it's good stuff. <laughs> has Rodrigo so angry? Has Rodrigo showed yeah. the coaching staff that he deserves to play in a more preferable position where he feels more comfortable, Craig? Or will he stay on the right side with a healthy Madrid squad? All right, what are you doing? Good. What? I was better than yesterday. My weapon yesterday. It's built. Peeing ham soup all over oh, myself. Do you remember? Oh, what a I soup! What a soup! What a soup! What a soup! They don't make that in right. Italy. Where's that on the top soup? Right. Oh, number one. Arsenal peeing ham. Peeing ham. But he's been playing. You weren't that excited about the peeing ham soup. Sorry? Uh, you weren't that excited about the peeing ham soup. What did you want me to do? Did you want me to do a dance around it? No, but your wife called you and wait, said, I'm making being absent. You were like, oh, wait, what? Wait, 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 you you weren't that excited about the prospect. I want to see more of that dance, is what I want to see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. What, what do you mean? I wasn't that excited. Well, she told you I'm making peanut ham soup and you just went, oh, OK. Nobody told me he's making peanut ham soup. You're making that up. No, I'm not Did making... you want me to drive to water it out the window going, woo, woo, Connecticut people? Well, with your spilling weight. It was all right. It wasn't the best effort. Right, did you tell her that? <laughs> it was the best effort. I needed a bit of shack of salt from his desk, on it? Oh, Give it a Jack bit of taste. a lot of salt in, didn't he? Right, Rodrigo, what's he doing? Is he... He's doing, he's doing all right. Right. Yeah. When everyone's fit, does he still play through the middle? I think he'll have a... When everyone's fit, yes. and Vinicius will play, probably. Right. And they'll roam about like they've been doing. A little roam. 
Have See a what's going on? Have a little Rome, son. Yep. How's oh, don't mention Rome, he'll go on a bit of Italy again. Oh, yeah. Are you going to Italy this year, Don? Yeah, I hope. <laughs> Are you staying there? Oh, I'll, I'll try and pull a few strings once in to the final again. I'm sure you'll keep it quiet. I tell you what, I'd really love you. I, I could. I just can't wait for those videos again. Oh yes, Naples, Don and Naples. Yeah, Don's here. What's happening on videos? I might, I might, I might post them back up again. Oh yes. Couldn't remember his teammate. Well, he wasn't the only one. <laughs> I know. So we, we got them to name name the teams from the the biggest games that they played. Ali. Craig, Craig won. I would suggest. No, that's unfair. Hey. All right, Ali. I don't. Yeah, yeah. What? what do you mean? Nine out of eleven. I remember nine out of eleven. Yeah, but you're Ali. I thought you would be. What was that? What does that mean? You're, you're not... We had a lot of rotation going on. <laughs> Red cards. People were suspended. What do you want me to do? You haven't had some of the I don't know substances that Craig has had. Well, like, this, <laughs> this is the problem. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say substance? Yeah, I said, leave it to everyone's imagination. Why don't you just say alcohol? Well, because I didn't I want mean, to... I mean, because it's a very generic substance, is there? You know, it's, <laughs> let's just start this segment again. It's the Fian And Don, you, who did you forget? A couple, didn't you? Uh, Callum Davidson and Davey Weir. There you go. See? So he forgot too, as well. Yeah, what? Ali, you I didn't lose. I didn't lose. I did not lose. Yeah, but Don. You did. Yeah, Don. What? Don, it took you about 20 minutes, Ali. Yeah, you did take a long time as well. Are you on Team Don now? Well, I am kind of. I'm just disappointed in you. Oh. Well, the trouble is, Don. It's like I'm at home again. We'd played, three, <laughs> we'd played three or four days earlier in the first leg, and, and Brownie did change the team, didn't he? Craig, who's the, who's the left back I was thinking of, the lad from Hearts I played in the first game? Um, that is. Uh, played up against Beckham. Yeah, that's the guy that I was telling you about. I put my arm around him. You remember that stuff? Oh, yeah. Gary the Naismith. Money. There we are, Gary Naismith. Gary. This is that very one. boring. I'm not right. going to tell the story. What story? Hmm? What's boring? <laughs> no, <laughs> about who's, who was the left back from Arts who was trying to remember? <laughs> no one cares about I've never sat in a studio before and accused of taking substances. That's like, I mean, it's quite unreal. It's quite a statement, isn't it? I don't know why I, I mean, just say I don't like, know where that came <laughs> Apparently, I should have as well in order to remember my teammates. We're going to edit that bit out. If I get Not pulled in for a run. <laughs> If I get pulled in for a random drugs test tomorrow, I'll know why. <laughs> right, well, what, what's tonight. going on? Right, what's happening? Um, for Don, percentage chance Newcastle pulling a Champions League miracle. Well, would have been 100% if the referee didn't bottle the decision last night. Uh, um, we'll beat Milan because they've got no centre-backs fit uh, and we're okay. at home to St James's uh, and I fancy Newcastle to beat anyone at home. It's Apart just I'm a little well. bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a bit worried what Dortmund do against PSG. Uh. I'm just a little bit worried there. So Newcastle will take care of business beating AC Milan. I think that's an absolute banker. Uh, Botman might be back, Harvey Barnes might be back, but we'll beat them anyway. Uh, I am going to go, it is a 50% chance of Newcastle going through. You're going to have to give me the numbers, Don. 50. 5-0. Five, yes, 50. The last time 50. I checked, 50 was 5-0. All right, I thought you said 15. That was why I was asking. Oh, I was just 15. checking, Don. Why, why is he so angry today? The lights, the lights Ali. It's, it's, the lights. It, ha, it the has light. to be the lights. The lights. It's, it's just not good. And he's having a bad day. I wish I could day. spin this. Yeah, what are you doing with your hair? I wish I could spin this. Don, I wish I could spin this camera around and show you the you lights. You look as if you've brushed your hair with the leg of a chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been out, been out all day. You picked the chair up and just <laughs> started laughing at him. What does that mean? What did he say? He's been out all day. Just wind. Wind. I've been out all day. Yeah, I mean. It's on the FC. I've been out all day. What do you bother me? What bother me about with that? <laughs> this is very random. <laughs> okay. We saw Jude Bellingham go and push uh, Jose Lu to celebrate after missing so many chances. This guy is so mature at such a young age and already acts as captain. Have the guys played with a young player who had such leadership qualities like Jude? You wouldn't remember. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Young player to have that. No. no, it's quite something in it, Don. Would you not say Barry Ferguson when he was young, Craig? Being, yeah, in, and, he... being in and around the likes of you and John Collins. Well, when he played, when he came into the Scotland team, he had. He came in and did really well, as you know, and you know it was. In fact, he was thrust in really when. Paul he ended up being the Rangers captain, didn't he? 
Yeah, but at that, you know, he didn't have that leadership quality when he was a youngster. He was just a good player. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Trying to dig yourself out of a hole tonight? No, 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 no. Just Barry Ferguson. Uh, uh, can I just say that? Yes. Even though I don't remember. Yes. Usually, young players come into a team and they're just trying to fit in. They're just trying to find their right. place. They're not, they're trying to focus and concentrate. Hey, let me complete this pass. Let me make this run. They're not trying to be the leader of a team and certainly not of a club like Real Madrid where you have so many established players with so much su success as a team and individually. And so that's what's surprising about this, that he's come in and this is my team. And everybody else around him has bought in, which I think, that I think in itself is impressive. Meanwhile, Carl Nacho's got... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, come. What's wrong? Why are you sniggering about Barry Ferguson? I wasn't sniggering about, about Barry Ferguson. Barry Ferguson was like some nobody. No, I was, uh, well, you, I, you, uh, I was just moving on from Barry Ferguson. Because you two were having a bit of a private chat about it, and I was just trying to move the conversation. I mean, people may be asking who Barry Ferguson is, but you know, he was... I think a, he's trying to deflect Craig. I wasn't on the slate on Barry he Ferguson. He was a, a supremely talented young player. Okay, right. right. But he's just, he's just sniggering. Because it's not, not Jude Bellingham. It's not Real Madrid. Hey, shut up, you. It's not your I mean, you, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> about what? Going to live in Spain for all that time and, and not knowing a word of Spanish. <laughs> What's that going to do with Barry Ferguson? Because <laughs> you're annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, where were we? Right, leadership. Uh, I can't remember. Sid's annoying me as well. Sid Lowe. Right. Why Sid annoying? Every time Bellingham does something, he's on Twitter just tweeting about just it. Just mute him. No, well, I like Sid. Most people. So I didn't say I like him, he's annoying me. Right, okay, I'll just for this period. Because ever since Bellingham gushed about Sid. Yes. He feels the need now. Right, I see. He's, gone, he's just gone too far. I, I see, it's a, it's a tell him for me, will you? Fish. Well, you can tell him. <laughs> well, I'll tell, tell him the next time he's messenger. <laughs> Did they ever call out a goalkeeper for poor play post-game? Well, Can't be easy to know ten guys played well, but one guy let everyone else down, Don. You never really call your goalie out, I don't think, because they'd just smack you in the face. And they know anyway. So someone like Shaka, if he's had a stinker, the last thing Shaka needs is someone like me going, "Don't worry about it, Shaq. Don't worry," because he right. knows. He knows. Once you say that, you're not really being genuine, and it makes it worse. You best to leave them alone, and they'll deal with it themselves. And especially, you would never go on the press and say it because why would you want to dig your goalie out? Like if Craig dug me out in the game being an outfield player, fine. Likewise, if I took Craig out, which I wouldn't anyway, but there's no way I don't think anyone would dig your goalie out, and a manager wouldn't. I well, can't see players out during the game, he right? He bought him. He has to stand by I mean, Dennis Wise once, but Dennis, Dennis, when Dennis was captain, Dennis always had his say. He dug, I said, he dug Dimitri Karina out after one of the games early on in Dimitri's Chelsea career. But Demi, being Demi at the time, was refusing to acknowledge he understood any English. Oh, so Dennis had to resort to the universal language of digging somebody out, okay. which was to take his boot off and throw it at Dimitri's head. Right. <laughs> which narrowly missed his big boot on. Yep. And I think Demi understood that universal language that Dennis wasn't very happy with. No. Because he'd made a mistake. Right. So, but a bad one. But it's not, not the norm. No. Honestly, I would rather a manager call me out, but keep me on the field, keep me on the team, than what Mikel Arteta did, in which basically didn't send, didn't call out Ramsdale, but put David Raya in and Ramsdale's on the bench, and hey, well, you know, we're, everybody's competing here. So that may not be calling out your goalkeeper as to come out and say, well, Ramsdale was terrible, he, he needs to be better, and so therefore Raya is going to play, but he actually made the most important decision, which was actually remove Ramsdale from the team. May not be calling out, but it's the most direct way to send the message that no, you're not the goalkeeper for my team. You're gonna sit right next to me. See, I think people get the wrong end of the stick with what goes on a lot of the times. So manager, managers, as a general rule of thumb, obviously everybody's different. If he misses chances, a manager's not really going to call him out. But say he's not holding the ball up properly, right? Right, or he's not running in the channel, or he's not showing for the ball, or as a defender or a midfielder, you're not getting tight or you're not tracking your runners, you're getting called out. If you make a genuine mistake, most players, coaches not accept it as a genuine mistake right. rather than somebody who has been lazy or not doing their job. That's a completely different scenario. You hear 
multiple arguments across the border, in every dressing room, every weekend, at every level, when it's somebody that's just not either not passing, not doing the job, not holding the ball up, not tracking runners, not defending in the right place from corners or, or whatever it is. But for goalie, it's hard to call out somebody who's just genuinely made a couple of howlers. That's what it is. It's like your howler tonight. <laughs> what howler? Well, well, exactly, which one? This show, the main show, got off to an absolutely startling start what? when you tried to describe the scenario surrounding <laughs> I think I did Manchester United. Early. I don't know why you would suggest <laughs> otherwise. Uh, this, I promise, Don, isn't from me. Does anyone else have any terrible tattoos like Don? <laughs> <laughs> How many tattoos have you got, Don? So he's got that awful one on his arm that looks like a strawberry, which he says is a heart. It is a heart. So a sleeve on the left, three-ish. Three. What do you mean the sleeve? Sleeve. The whole thing. Like a sleeve. Just there. You're too awful, you know? Well, I didn't have it done last week, did I? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I like Angry Don. It's gonna, I guarantee you there'll be a new Twitter handle soon, Angry Don. Tattoos, Ali? No. No? I'm not. I'm, no. You? No. no. I'm not brave enough for tattoos. Gab's got some, hasn't he? I remember that always surprised me. Huh? Yeah, that, that does surprise yeah. me. Why is he doing me a tattoo? You know when you see people on holiday? Yeah. Well, even, to be fair, the very thought. And you see, some people, when they've got their shorts on and a, a T-shirt, it's, it's nice weather. You kind of go, you're pulling the tattoos off, right? I can't... Really? I can't. Do you, 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 no, no, you but some people it sets better on. You've got a lovely tattoo. No, no, but some people you go, right, all right, I can... I right, can. yes. Then there's other people you go... No. No, no, that's just sorry. Right, that's a different movie. Which category are you suggesting that Mr. Marcotti's in? <laughs> well, I wouldn't imagine he's got a butterfly, has he? I can't remember what it is. Oh, no. Uh, to be fair, my, uh, my oldest son, he is covered in tattoos. Yes. And I remember, uh, particularly here, his chest and his back. But he's a fit lad, so it's, 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 but I remember when he got his first one and I'm like, you know, no more. And then the second one, I'm like, come on, come on. And then I just gave up. Right. Because it's like, it, people see it as like a... I don't know, it's, it's, it's like going for a beer or it's playing golf or it's... <laughs> am I just suggesting stuff that I do? <laughs> yes. This is your life. Yes. <laughs> to them, that's what they do, you know? Right. You got a tattoo? No, me with a tattoo. Come what are you going to do with he that? He ain't brave enough. I, uh, well, remember, I, I, well, I, I, I've had a tattoo. Oh, of course, the Fernando Torres one, which, which went viral, didn't it? Some people thought it was real. Yeah, Can you imagine they think I was going to go and get a Fernando Torres tattoo in my arm? I'm surprised you even went along with that, given your ways. I did. What do you mean, my ways? Wow. <laughs> I'm up for everything that's asked to me in this show. Yeah. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, what? Have that. Edit that out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why does only Dan get such good cakes? Because you cry. I don't cry. I'm you not Yara Torre of the team. You would it was my birthday. Look at that, oh, Don. Do you yeah. like it? Whoa. Yeah. Size of the Beautiful. head. Yeah, I know. Beautiful. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, you don't normally get a cake, do you? No. Why not? <laughs> no, no. You're wrong. Oh, really? Uh, Why are you looking at your phone? Because I was going to look a couple of pictures. Right. It, was on the thing, it must have been two years ago. Okay. And there was a big... Don't you remember? Not really. Was I on that day? <laughs> I'm probably answer it off. You want me to find it? No. <laughs> All right. But and I didn't get one last year. Right. I, but I thought my I thought my time was up. I never got a cake. That was it. Done. And I worried. Went home. Couldn't I sleep. I remember if we done cakes for you. We've definitely done cakes for you in the past. We've done a couple, but not as nice as Shaka. Shaka's cakes are nice. Shaka, Shaka had a good one, didn't he? Yeah, 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 Shaka, yeah, yeah. Shaka gets a lot of nice cakes. And when's your birthday, Don? Do we have to fly someone over from Connecticut to give it to yes, you? Yes, yes. Get the boys over to bring me a nice cake on May the 9th. May the 9th. There we go. What's that, 1962? 71. Oh, there we go. Oh, I can't <laughs> find it. Come on. What are you doing? Uh, that's a really rubbish way of looking for your photos. <laughs> Go to your years. Oh, oh, it's like Stevie. <laughs> oh, somebody's oh. phoning me. Uh, oh, no. Toll-free call. Don't take it. Toll-free call. Ignore. Craig is definitely getting pulled over right. tonight. 100%. Spam.
Uh, a couple of things to just the tie loose ends of this wonderfully organised show. Uh, Leicester drew against Sheffield Wednesday and Rodrigo just left the pitch with a cramp. Okay. So that's it. I think that's everything. Any other business? Oh, Craig? Well, there are plenty of business. What year are you at? Girona? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Girona? Girona? Yes, Real yeah. Madrid They're are playing twice. Girona. They're playing Granada. Yeah. That's another okay. one. Thanks, Don. <laughs> right, any other mistakes we've made? <laughs> well, um, and and it's not one just great after buying play. I've just come across that photo. Get me angry. Right, okay. What photo is that? Oh, yeah, that's Stevie's. You're right. This has been awful, but don't worry, we'll be back tomorrow with a much better show. And Manchester United Bayern Munich is at Old Trafford, uh, not in Germany. No, I didn't say that. Well, you kind of did. No, I didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you find it? No. Oh, you not coming back on here. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Nobody wants us back on air. That's it. Goodbye. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming. FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu.